introduce a brand new series called Heroes. Now in every city, in every town, there are heroes that are celebrated in every football stadium, in every sporting venture there are heroes that are recognised. Even right now as I'm speaking you're probably thinking about some of the heroes in your lifetime, some of those people, whether they're um, people that are living here and now that are inspirational to you. It might be even someone in your family. It could be um, somebody that is a historical figure. And um, so many different people that we put into this position of heroes, even looking at superheroes um, as kids, you know, all those different heroes that you aspired to be like. Heroes play a massive part in our life, in what we look to for inspiration and motivation but we have an incredible opportunity as a church this summer to look at a whole new series called heroes from the bible and we're going to be exploring different heroes of the faith some of the greatest examples of what it is to live by faith so we're going to unpack that over these next few weeks and today we're going to start that off watch this clip Faith. What is it? Being sure of our hope. Convinced of what we can't see. By faith, we understand the world was set in order at God's command. By faith, Abel offered God a greater sacrifice than Cain. And for his faith, God commended him as righteous. By faith, Noah trusted God and constructed an ark for the deliverance of his family. By faith, Abraham was willing to sacrifice Isaac, his only son, believing God would still fulfill his promises. By faith, Moses chose to be mistreated with the people of God rather than enjoy sin's fleeting pleasure. By faith, God's chosen nation crossed the Red Sea on dry ground and praised him as it swallowed up the Egyptians. By faith, Rahab the prostitute escaped destruction because she welcomed the spies in peace. Time will fail me if I tell of Gideon, David, and the prophets. By faith, they administered justice shut the mouths of lions, quenched raging fire. But others were imprisoned, murdered, and wandered in deserts, mountains, and openings in the earth. We are surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses. So get rid of every weight, of every sin, and run. Run with endurance the race set before us. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. He is the champion and guide of our faith. For promised joy, he endured the cross, thought nothing of its shame, and having risen again, has been handed his deserved glory at the right hand of the throne of God. In the Bible, we have incredible examples of heroes of faith, people who lived their lives in faith and trust in God and did incredible things for him. And we're going to look in the book of Hebrews and chapter 11 at some great examples 
of faith. It says this, faith is the confidence that what we hope for will eventually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. It was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man and God showed his approval of his gifts. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. It was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. But before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. It was by faith that Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood. He obeyed God and warned him about things that had never happened before. By his faith, Noah condemned the rest of the world and he received the righteousness that comes by faith. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave his home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going and even when he reached the land God promised him, he lived there by faith, for he was like a foreigner living in tents. And so did Isaac and Jacob, who inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city designed and built by God. It was by faith that even Sarah, who was able to have who was able to have a child though she was barren and was too old she believed that god would keep his promise and so a whole nation came from this one man who was as good as dead a nation with so many people that like the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore there was no way to count them all these people died still believing what God had promised them. They did not receive what was promised, but they saw it all from a distance and welcomed it. What an incredible inspiration this chapter is. It just goes on to talk about more examples of heroes and heroines of the faith. In this book of Hebrews, at the time that it is written, the church are facing incredible persecution. And the writer, when you get to Hebrews chapter 11, is just urging and spurring the church on and giving them some incredible examples of faith and saying, come on, don't lose hope, but live by faith. Look at these incredible examples of men and women who kept trusting the promises of God. You know, when you look at this incredible chapter, Abel, he speaks in righteousness and faith. Enoch walks by faith. Noah has the faith to obey and to, sta and to stand apart. Abraham has the faith to go, go to the place that God is going to show him. Sarah has faith to believe the impossible. Moses has faith to lead despite his own weaknesses. David has faith to overcome giants. 19 times in Hebrews chapter 11, you get this phrase, by faith, by faith, by faith. It's, it's a description of what motivates and empowers these men and women, ordinary men and women that God chooses to use. And they, they, they make that decision to walk by faith. It's what strengthens them. It's what enables them. It's what pushes them forward, that they can stand in faith, that they can walk forward in faith. It's an active and alive faith. 
And they are not worried about whether they see the fulfillment of the promise or not. They cling on to the trust and the hope that they have in Jesus that by faith they will be able to accomplish what God has called them to do. You know, we've just finished a series called For a Purpose. And each of the people in this chapter and all of the people that are described in Hebrews 11 are people who trusted God, who lived in the call of God that he had placed on their lives. They lived for the call that God had placed on their lives for a purpose. And they continued to step forward in faith, even to those things that had not yet happened. They trusted God completely. The chapter goes on to tell us about Moses, Rahab, Gideon, Barak, Samson, Japheth, David, Samuel, and the prophets and the Old Testament and the acts of incredible courage and faith and heroism and, uh, that they achieved. They were ordinary men and women, just like you and me. Sometimes we can look at heroes and think that they are people that have got it all together. We almost put people on a pedestal and think, well, they must be absolutely perfect. Their life must be pretty amazing. But, you know, when you look at these people, you look at David. He was a shepherd boy. He became a king. Then you go on and you look at some of the other characters that God chose to use. Joseph, who was despised by his brothers. He was hated and he was then sold into slavery. Gideon, who is a reluctant hero. He was the one that was the least in his family, least in his tribe. And God chose Gideon, though he was um, lacking in confidence. He was the least. God chose him to lead the nation of Israel. And then you've even got Rahab, who is a prostitute. As far as society was concerned, they'd written her off. But God chose to use her. She put her life on the line to help God's people and defy her own nation. What incredible examples of ordinary men and women. Not just ordinary men and women, but people like you and I that have got failures, have got things in the past that we're not proud of, but God still chose to choose and use each and every one of them. You know, you can look at your past, you can look at your family history, you can look at your failures, you can look at maybe lack of education, or you can look at all the things that are going on in your world right now and think, how can God ever use me? Well, when you look at these characters, God chose the least. He chose the unexpected. He chose the unlikely people to be the heroes of faith, to be our greatest examples through that chapter in Hebrews 11, time and time again. People who looked like, you know, what could they do? But God came upon them and empowered them to do all the things that he was calling them to do by faith. So what is faith? You know, faith isn't just positive thinking. It's not like uh, everything's just going to be all right. Things will get brighter. It's not that kind of thing. You know, it's not just a positive thinking. It's not a kind of like wishy-washy hope. Faith is described in the Bible as the assurance of things hoped for. The assurance of things hoped for. Now that sounds pretty certain to me. You see, we see first of all that faith is linked to hope. And again, it's not hope like I um, hope that it's not going to rain tomorrow. This hope is certain. This hope is confident 
and this hope is written and 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 uh, it's, it's a foundation that we find through the word of God through the promises of God it's a hope that never fails it's a hope that is eternal this is the hope that we're talking about and I'm just so excited that as I live my life on the hope and the promises of God that is how I live by faith by the assurance of things hoped for the assurance of God's promises in my life, the assurance that I can have faith and trust in God, who is my firm foundation. That's why we can stand in solid faith, solid foundation, knowing that our hope is built on Jesus Christ. So the book of Hebrews is a connection from the Old Testament to the New Testament. It talks about the changing relationship between God, his temple, and his people and throughout the book of Hebrews the writers are just reminding the people that Jesus is greater than Moses, Jesus is greater than angels, Jesus is greater um, than the high priest because what happened when Jesus came to earth, when God sent Jesus here on earth, he made a way so that we could know forgiveness and could know freedom. The people didn't have to go and pay sacrifices anymore at the temple. Jesus was the sacrifice for their sin. Jesus is sacrifice for our sin. He made that way by going to the cross so that we could know forgiveness for our sins, so that we could be set free. And throughout the book of Hebrews, it's a reminder time and time again of who Jesus is and of perseverance under pressure, about pushing through, about standing in faith and standing on the solid rock, Jesus Christ. And it says this in Hebrews chapter 12, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Today, if you are watching this for the first time, I want to give you an opportunity in a moment to pray a really really simple prayer with me. If you're uh, listening in today and thinking, I want a secure faith, a secure foundation. I want to know the hope and the salvation and the freedom that you are talking about this morning, Hannah. Can you share that with me? I just want to tell you this morning that the hope and the faith and and the love of God is a free gift to you this morning and that you don't have to earn it. You don't have to do anything special to receive it. You just have to have an open heart and come to God and ask for forgiveness and ask him to come into your life, to be part of your everyday so that you can live by faith. And today, if you are if you are listening in and you have already discovered that faith for yourself, can I urge you, just like the writers in Hebrews do, I just want to urge you this morning to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, the champion of our faith, who initiates and perfects our faith. Keep our eyes fixed on Jesus You know, when everything around us in this world has changed, when so much over the past 19 weeks has turned upside down, the one thing we can know for sure is that we have a faith 
and a hope that is secure. So keep your eyes fixed on Jesus this morning. I'm going to pray, and if you want to pray with me, then now is the opportunity to do that. If it is this morning and you want to receive faith for the first time, you want to receive the love and the faith and the hope that we've been talking about, then I'm going to pray a prayer and you can join with me. Lord Jesus Christ, I am so sorry for the things that I have done wrong. Maybe just take a few moments to ask God for forgiveness. Please forgive me. I now turn from everything that I know is wrong. Thank you that you died on the cross for me so that I could be forgiven and set free. Thank you that you offer me forgiveness. Thank you that you offer me your love, your hope and your peace. Thank you that you offer me that free gift this morning. Please come into my life by your Holy Spirit and be with me forever. Amen.